My name is Beth Guide. I'm with SEO 411, and I wanted to welcome you to May's Digital Marketing Internet Marketing Clinic. Uh, this is our one that we would normally do at the uh, forum, and um, we're still doing all our classes. Um, I also want to let you know we're still doing our Internet Marketing Clinic with HCC this evening at 6 p.m. The topics are logging, so if that fascinates you, feel free to come to that. Um, what I've done is all the links to all the Zoom meetings are on the website. So every single one of them is there. Uh, so you can, can you turn your volume up? You can't hear me. I wonder why you can't hear me. Nobody ever has, Jim, nobody ever has that problem. Uh, let me see what my, how about now? Is that any better? Yes, no, you can speak up if you'd like. Okay. All right. So um, what I'm talking about today is technical SEO. I wanted to see something on this. I was checking something really quickly. So before I start, I, I when I did this class schedule back at the beginning of May, um, there was no... Google core update, but Google was did a core update um, six days ago, seven days ago, that has kind of turned a lot of websites upside down. And I, I'm going to kind of put today's class through that prism uh, because I think that a lot of this has to do with that. Um, and I want to, so I want to kind of, I'm going to give you some perspective on that first, and then. Um, I want to address some of this. I wanted to see if anything went up or down crazy, but it didn't. Okay. All right. That's what I wanted to see. All right. So um, Google Core Update of uh, May 2020 went in effect and it made a lot of changes. And from what I can tell, um, many, many sites went down. Um, some of ours went down, some of ours went down a lot, some of them went up a lot, um, and there seems to be some commonalities and some threads, so we're still early on assessing what was done, um, but I just wanted to mention, A, this was done, B, uh, I want to talk about why and what I think is at the root cause of it all, and then we're going to talk about technical SEO and how it fits into all of this, um, because I, I think it's a piece of it. So they went in from best I can tell, and it's not an on-site. Normally I come in and I start talking about on-site and what is the on-site effects, meaning the content on the website, how the website's assembled, how you put things on a page. If you use certain characteristics, that's usually when we see these updates that usually it's an on-site event or a strictly off-site event. So what I can tell you right now is from an off-site standpoint, meaning that the um, Black Hat SEO people who use and drive and use links primarily to drive all the search on their website, they're not complaining at all. So there was no change in how they evaluated links from the best that I can tell. What it seems like to me and I'm going to speculate a little bit on my own. Some people will tell me that I'm completely wrong. That if you were getting traffic and you had sustainable traffic, that you went up. If you didn't have traffic or your traffic was went down dramatically, 
you're you seem to be the, the losers in this and what i mean when i say that is that this is that and and this is i've seen this other places that they're talking about basically if it's a trust factor um there's a whole thing out there in this world that that talks about google and how it evaluates trust your authority and um some people say it's engagement how people engage with the website um and, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you that everybody needs to do a few things. One is I need everybody to make sure they have an author box on their website. If you're using WordPress, the plugin is called Starbox. You need a biography. You need a headshot. You need any awards that you have won, your college degree if you have one, whatever makes you an expert. I've long talked to you for the last two years now about what makes you an expert. I, I think we all agree that I have talked to you guys about that pretty much ad nauseum. But with that said, um, one of the things that's important in all of this is um, that you need to now prove to Google that you're an expert. And there's some ways to do this. Now, I don't wanna turn this into a whole, how do we build authority class? I'm actually gonna put together a class for that. But what I need you to guys to know today is make sure you have an author box, make sure it's on your website, make sure you have an about us, make sure you have a bio. If you want awards, make sure there's links to the awards that you've won. Um, Todd's here. He does a lot of work with Fox. Make sure that that is uh, being pulled back into your website. Um, that's uh, all those as, as I, Isaiah Carey um, that you've done. They need to be rotated back into the website. I actually went back and took some of the old Fox that I did and went and put them up on the internet too for myself. Um, all these things that make you an expert need to be invoked in. So just know that that's the first little hurdle that I want you to jump over and that trust and traffic seem to be a piece of this um, and how that all shakes out. I'm trying some experiments too, so I, I will say that, um, that that's also going on. Um, so we have that out there and I will report back on that uh, probably towards the end of the month or early in June, just so we know. So the first thing that we're gonna talk about as far as the uh, technical SEO goes is this seems to keep coming up in the um, discussions about this core update. And I I'm gonna say that I've seen the Google people on Twitter turn around and say things like, ah, speed's not important, but it's almost like you can feel the um, sarcasm within their saying it's not important. On the other side of the coin, I did something with SEO 411 and we have not seemed to see an effect about this, although my site speed sucks because of it. So let me, I pulled it up in another window. This video is killing the site speed. Um, when I talk to, and I, I'm hoping that you all can see the video through the screening, but that video is killing the site speed, but yet I'm still, all our ranks actually gone up and we're, going in the right direction. So as I say site speed, um, I'm also gonna say that it, it is not enough of a factor that when enough other things happen right, it doesn't offset it. So, but let me show you how Google is 
um, looking at that and what they're saying. And so Google put up a website that was called uh, web.dev, okay? And it's all about how to improve the site speed of your website. Um, and we previously talked about GT metrics um, and how we use GT metrics. And I'm going to just show you the difference in this because SEO 411 is really scoring badly, and I know it is. Um, so uh, it's a good example for me to do this. While this one's figuring, uh, let's go ahead and go to web.dev and we'll run it through. And then I want to talk to you about some of the topics that are involved with this. Uh, web.dev. All right, so I'm going to go test my site. I know my site is going to score very badly because of my video. Okay, so let me uh, let me uh, do that. So while these are all figuring here, a second. Um, let me go smaller here. All right, so. Okay, so Charlie went through yesterday and made, uh, made some changes. And let me tell you what he told me. He said, I have too many plugins. I have too many little tiny pieces of code everywhere. Um, and so he said he put some things in to make it a little better. But he said, my biggest problem is that video that even though it loads in the background, um, that it's hurting the site the most. And I'm willing to give up um, the site speed because of the design elements. Okay. Because I, I think that I have to have, like, I have to have a wow factor. And I've said this to other people, but if I'm already in the number one spot and I'm achieving my goals, I don't know that I need to necessarily optimize for something uh, if I'm already number one. So just kind of put that in, put that in your head. But I want to kind of go through this a little bit. Um, the other, the uh, let's kind of go through this. So one thing it's telling me to do is to remove any uh, CSS that I'm not using. Plugins in WordPress leave a lot of extra CSS running around in there. If you do not have a um, real good um, reason to use a plugin for something, um, we need to go ahead and remove that. Um, hold on, I'm talking. So um, we need to make sure we pull out any plugins we're not using, make sure we have no extra style sheet stuff in there that we're not using um, and that we don't do that. Uh, it's a it's a real big issue with the website. Um, another thing we have, and especially on older sites, and I'm going to have to go why all of a sudden this one is giving me trouble on this one. It's saying that I'm having multiple page redirects. Um, I'm going to have to go rooting around to see what it's complaining about with that and why it's telling me that I have too many. Um, because this site is now 19 years old. So I need to see why it's why it's complaining about redirects and what it's why it's not happy about that. So I'll have to look at that. Um, 
I am not a big believer in this one, guys. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that again. If it's don't if it's not broken, don't fix it. They're scoring us off because we don't have an all attribute on our images, and I, I've never been one to do it, to be honest with you. Um, so, but again, scoring number one, what is the benefit am I going to gain by having all image tags on all my pictures? So we'll just kind of, those kind of things have to be balanced out a little bit. What I will say to you is this, Google is heading towards um, counting the accessibility of the website. And what I mean when I talk about the accessibility of the website is Remember, we went through this whole big push of talking about something being responsive. Well, now they're coming back and they're starting to say, when in your responsive design, are your buttons too close together? Have you made um, uh, improvements on how you can touch so that people are not touching the wrong part of their screen and going to a wrong place? Um, I don't know that I know how I feel about that, um, but that's I'm getting a lot of notices about these accessibilities that some of these things are too close together. So we've kind of started to uh, go down them and see what we can do to improve it on some of them. What they're going to want me to do is go to the cheeseburger. Um, and, you know, those that have heard me talk tell you that I'm not always super thrilled with that whole cheeseburger thing, um, which is this. Let me show you if you don't know what a cheeseburger is. I can see that um coming up and somebody saying that to me although you're all on mute so i don't know whether you have questions or not but here let me let me show you one that has a cheeseburger on it that i know has one that i can make make it work on this so we see we have a full menu here the second i do this it goes to a cheeseburger so the menu has disappeared now, and it's now this drop down that that I can then decide what I want to do, and it appears or disappears based on the screen size. So that's another example of of an access, accessibility that they're complaining about. So it's it's not just enough anymore that we have to be mobile friendly and it's got to be responsive. They're now wanting to make sure that the touch points, and they're going to start. Um, penalizing for them, for lack of a better word to say that. Um, this one down here is a little bit interesting to me because it says the background and foreground don't have enough of a, a difference in color. Well, the website's black and white, so I'm really not sure how much more contrast I can be than that, but for some reason it's it's walking about that, so I'll have to, I'll have to look at that. Um, Again, the one thing it's got me off on is no alt images on, on or no alt tags on my images. So I, again, I'm ranking number one, so I can't imagine it's hurting us that much. Um, the other ones are not super worth paying attention to. Everybody in the earshot of my ears should have an HTTPS website now. Um, the reason it says it does not use HTTPS is because when I put it in, if you notice, I didn't specify the S. So I know it's real, even though it's complaining at me. Um, when I start to look through the things that are the problems, um, I think the what we're going to find on this website is the images. Let me see if it'll pull me up. Uh, yeah, it will. All right. So in uh, Chrome, there is a plugin called Lighthouse that you can go ahead and add. And what it does is it adds these parameters right in the browser and you can punch 
the, uh, the lighthouse button at the top and it will go ahead and give you what those are. So if you notice here, it starts to give you some suggestions on from time to first paint until it's finally loaded. It tells me this here will tell me what CSS are the are troubles. So I can go back and I'm gonna go back to Charlie and go find out what ones these belong to. And if we can remove these extra style sheets. Um, web fonts and web loads, you know, Google fonts take up a lot of uh, resources. And if you don't have to use them, I would avoid it. Um, there's not a lot of difference between an, Ari an Ariel and a, and a Helvelica and uh, something like an Open Sans. So, you know, pick and choose that battle wisely, but if you don't need to pull Google, Google fonts, don't, don't do it. Um, it's complaining again about the third-party code. If you notice, they're giving me even the APIs that are making uh, issues. It's telling me that some of the APIs are giving me issues. Um, this one right here is very concerning to me and I may pull it out. Um, I was gonna talk to you about um, using Hotjar, which Hotjar is interesting because it allows you to see where people are clicking on your page and what they're trying to do but it's also adding to my load time. So I, I don't know whether I'm going to keep the hot jar or not based on this, or if there's a way to speed it up. And I'm going to have to look into because I'm using a free version and it may be that the paid version helps lower this down some. Um, and I'm going to tell you that I think this one here is my chat feature on, on the websites. So I do have a lot of that going on. Um, the other thing Charlie complains at me is too much JavaScript running on because of all the different plugins that I have running. So just beware. If you notice, there's huge amounts of them and they create latency on the website. So clean all of that up. The moral of the story is if you don't have to use um, a plugin, don't use it. Uh, if you don't need to get involved with um, aspects of something, don't, don't just let's not do it because at the end of the day, it's killing some of this. This one here, I'm going to have to look at because this is somehow tied to Google. It's kind of bothering me that Google's messing up my, my site speed, to be honest with you. Um, each one of these gets a little bit more technical. Um, and then see, it's starting to talk about low counts and, and sizes and script sizes and image sizes. And, you know, that, that's what they're all complaining about from one side to the, up one side and down the next is what's affecting this. What I will tell you is in the day, this day and age, I don't know that it's completely practical to have a undesigned, un, I'm going to say ugly website because people don't trust it and people don't use it. So the user experience of the website is to my mind almost as, as important as uh, some of these speed issues. So you got to really work to balance them. Um, the one thing I will tell you is if you go get an image, let's say from someplace like uh, Shutterstock, that image is eight megs when you download it. Please, for all the love of God, take it and put it into Photoshop and resize it. Putting it in WordPress and letting WordPress resize it never will get you as close as what Photoshop will. So I, I'm going to strongly 
encourage you to take your pictures and run them through Photoshop because they will allow you to um, shrink an image and do it in a way that um, the image still looks good, but it, it's, it lowers the file size of it. Um, the other thing I'm going to run out at you again is I, I talked about redirects and I'm just going to touch on this because looking at those of you in the room, I'm not sure how much this applies to, but because this is a tape video, I want to make sure that I, I say this for both sets of it. The way you redirect links are extremely important. So back in the day, you had to make a redirect and you would make a redirect from page A to page B. If you moved again, the natural inclination always was could go from page B to page C. The problem with that is the links do not carry over properly. So what you need to do is actually make a link from page A to page C and page B to page C. So make sure that you do not create these redirect loops and these chains of redirects because you will break your website and you will negatively impact that website with Google. Okay, so I want to make sure that we're all on the right page with that. Um, the next thing else I'm going to tell you about this is to make sure that when you do this, that you have um, a caching server or that your hosting company offers you a cache um, on the server because that's one way to help uh, speed things up and help um, make this move better. Without a cache, this would be like a negative 550 running. Um, so make sure that you have a cache. Uh, you could look to do things like CDNs, which are content delivery networks. They can be extremely expensive and Again, based on the people in the room, I'm going to say, I don't think most of you want to spend the money that's attached to having the CDN. So I would, I would, I would say it's a way to do it. I'd also say that based on who's here, it's not, it's not advisable. So um, it all depends on where you are. If you're num number 50 and you can't move forward, then I would look at speed. But if you're number one and number two, I'm not so sure that I'm super concerned about it. But what I will say is that in this core 2020, uh, this May core 2020, there's been a lot of talk about site speed, more so than I have seen jibber jabber about it in a really long time. Um, I said it before, and I'm going to add it again. Make sure that your website's mobile friendly and that it renders right on a, on a mobile phone. Um, a lot of the site builders you have for WordPress have uh, the mobile layouts built into them. Um, and what you need to do um, is that what you need to do is make sure that you're going in those and laying them out right and understand how web pages load mobile as well as how they load on a browser. So just because, how do I want to say this? I'm trying to think because we have them all fixed. I can't, actually SEO 411 might do it if I get it small enough. Let me see here. All right, as I come in, you watch how these are. So look, this is its smallest point. So you see how it took those four boxes next to each other and it's now put them all on top of each other, right? So, um, um, 
what I've got to do is I've got to make sure that um, I put these in and stack these in right so that when the mobile loads, it actually loads them right. Because if I don't load them right, it's going to get all screwed up. Well, it all depends on how you set those pages together, how you assemble those pages, and how you put them all in one after the other as to how this piece loads. So I would be really careful with how you're loading them in and then make sure that you're sizing those boxes right. I actually had to go back in and say, okay, when you hit these boxes, don't do them as really narrow. Make sure you keep them a little bit fatter and, and, and make them lay out right, because otherwise it looked really stupid. Um, so you have to check your mobile on how your mobile renders. Now, I'm going to throw everybody a monkey wrench in this because I want you to remember something. When we build our web pages, we tend to build them um, in a, on a computer more so. I don't know that anybody ever builds their phone on their website on a mobile phone. I don't know that I've ever seen anybody actually do that. So you build it on your desktop and you put your whole website together. Um, sometimes things disappear completely on a mobile version if you're not paying attention. If I make something disappear completely on a mobile version, Google also cannot see that element. And it may throw your SEO off because they're looking at mobile first now so you need to make sure that that page is just as optimized as your desktop because you have no guarantee whether they're going to look at the mobile first, they're going to look at the desktop first, and how they're going to index and read that page. And you cannot have them be so dramatically different that your whole, the whole information is completely off where it should be. Um, the other thing that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add to that is that I want to make sure that everybody is running AMP pages on their website. So if you're using WordPress, there's a plugin for it. As much as I say don't add plugins, please add the AMP plugin. And then you can actually make designs in the AMP plugin, but Google will give you credit because you'll actually basically have an AMP version, which is a uh, accelerated mobile pages. The pages are thinned out. Um, in, the, in my case, this video would disappear on a mobile, on, on a mobile rendering. I think it actually does. Even if I know it's still there that small, I probably need like I probably need to turn that video off and just put an image on there in the event that um, it's not doing its stuff right. Okay, so um, if it goes all the way down, so I need to just make sure that I'm I'm putting these things together um, properly. Okay, um, but make sure that you're making sure you're checking your mobile. Make sure you know what your mobile looks like. Make sure that the um, that you have AMP installed. These are all pieces of the website that are horrifically important. And if you don't do them, you're gonna be penalized. That's like just really one of those things that you can't get away from not doing. Um, so that there's that start, sort of a thing. So the next thing I'm gonna tell you is make sure that you have SEO friendly URLs. I, I don't know why I still have to say that in um, 2020 but it seems like I do. The other thing that I have heard uh, some people come back and say to me um, in the uh, 2020 update is that it seems like exact match URLs um, and partial exact match URLs got some credit back again. So what I mean when I say that is if you have your keyword in your domain there seems to be some credit back now for that. So 
in my case, from the SEO side of this business, um, I have the SEO in the 411 and the SEO 411 side. What's interesting to me is that I don't often discuss this. Um, uh, ACTWD, you all know ACTWD is ACTWD, and it's a hosting company is what it's really become. But the original uh, letters for it stood for uh, a creative touch web design. We don't expand out that web design. And what I've noticed is ACTWD as its initials, um, that website took a little bit of a hit in this 2020 uh, situation. I'm not saying that the fact that web design does not appear in the URL is the complete and utter beat all and end all. Um, but what I am saying is that that domain now means nothing to anybody other than if it's a branded search term. So there's no keyword governance within that. So uh, I'm not telling anybody to change their domain names. I'm just telling you the pendulum has swung back now to including uh, the SEO, the uh, search terms in the the exact match domains may be coming back in favor, which is a little bit of an interesting turnabout. What else I will tell you is that when you name your pages, if you look this page here, when you put your URLs together, if you notice, I called this one Houston SEO Services. Now I stuck an overview because there was a second one and I needed to delineate the two, but the domain is Houston SEO Services. Now, I would say what I wanted to rank on was Houston SEO services. So therefore, that's what that's what we have going on here. So I have um, the right words in my domain based on what I want to rank for. On the packages page, that uh, you can guess. Um, let me see if I did this right. All right, so this one's SEO services. This one is SEO services overview. And then this one is what is SEO. Um, and this one, actually, this whole page needs to be rebuilt. Uh, it's a bad page, but it's, I just haven't had the chance to get to it yet. Um, but these pages seem to reflect what they are. If you look, I also did the other thing here in the web design and the web development arm of the business. Um, I gotta get these loaded. My, I'm sorry, my browser's like so tapped on memory, it's kind of like everything's being slow, so I apologize for that. But here's the web design and the web development tab, and if you notice, it says Houston Web Design and Web Development Services. I'm actually naming the keywords into the URL of the pages. I know I've said that before, but it is an important thing to go ahead and add, so make sure that we actually are adding those things so we know that's going on. Um, every page you do should have those type um, uh, designations to them. Now, what I will say is I didn't want our portfolio to have any keywords in it because I don't know if I necessarily wanted it indexed. So what I did was didn't put the names in it and I just kind of let it go because I really wasn't going out of my way to put words in it unnecessarily. So, um, so there is that, that piece of it. It's going to start loading all these blocks. And this is another page that's way over the top in size because of all the, all the blocks that are here. And this page is only going to get worse.
because I'm going to keep adding to them. Eventually, I'm going to start busting them out and make, you know, archives and make older versions. But for right now, it's still loading in all these squares for all these websites, so on and so forth. Um, so just make sure that when you name your page, you use the permalink in WordPress and actually change the page name to be what it needs to be. Um, make sure in the search console that you tell it that you want it to be HTTPS and www. Make sure that you set your preferred version of your domain inside Google search uh, console. That's a big deal too. Um, and then the other thing is in Google Search Console, when you migrate a site from an old one to a new one, or you do anything, I would make sure that you actually have that Search Console set up. Um, and I'll show you why. I, I did a whole class on Webmaster Tools um, or Search Console not too long ago. So I'm not gonna, I don't wanna turn this into a whole search class. And, oh, by the way, I'm hoping you guys are all still with me here because, um, like, I don't, you guys are not asking questions like you normally do. So uh, let me do this, SEO 411. Let's do that here. Um, it'll actually give you in here um, all the issues and problems that may be with the website that you need to know about. It also gives you a report of the pages, if they're valid, what's excluded, if there's redirects, if there's problems. Um, I'm gonna have to come back and look because it seems like we might have 29 pages that seem to have an issue between yesterday and today that I didn't know about. Um, but the thing is what it's looking for is it's looking at all the pages that we have. I'm gonna do pages with redirects it tells me all the pages that have a redirect issue to them. So I need to look at each one of these and see why they have a redirect, if the redirect is valid and if it should be there and if it should let it stand. If not, I need to make sure I fix any problems that I see. Um, so this is a really good spot in the world to start looking to see what problems you may or may not have. Um, so there's that part of it. So the other thing is if your 301s are not set up right, you will see them here because you, what you'll start to see is 404 errors are not found. So you need to go, whenever you find a 404 error, you need to go find out where it should go to and go ahead and go fix it. Um, you need to make sure that your site can be crawled. And for some reason, this site is erroring and I'm wondering if something Charlie did to it. No, no, it was, all, it was doing it as back, far back. So it's telling me that it's having 11 pages of this website or five pages of this website can't be crawled. I'm going to need to go figure out why they're having a problem and what the issue is with it. Um, I'm going to actually validate it and see if they tell me that it's fixed or not. But make sure that your website's being crawled and that you don't have an issue there. Um, it's something that often uh, is a mistake and people don't even know that that's happening. Um, there's a file on your website that's called a robots.txt file. It can make a lot of trouble for your website if you don't know what you're doing with it. Um, Google's looking for it. They're also usually ignoring the contents of it, so I don't even know why they bother looking for it, but that's just my side note. Uh, what I will say is this. On WordPress, there is a way to tell Google not to index your whole website. 
um, I would make sure that I was not using that uh, delimiter because you don't want to do that. The other thing is that I've had this discussion with people through the years. I don't ever tell Google not to index something on my website because I am a believer that I, I'm not going to tell them what to do or not do because maybe if I want to undo it, they won't let me undo it. So I make sure I do everything right that I don't have to go to them and say, hey, you know what, Google, I don't want you to index that piece of the website. Or I didn't put that page up. Now, some people will say to me that's very short-sighted on my part. But when I start trying to tell Google what to do with their search engine, I don't know that I have a happy outcome. Um, I, I've never really had a super happy outcome when I started to try to say, hey, I put this page up for a user. I really don't want you to index it. And I start trying to have those kind of conversations with a machine because the next thing I know, the whole site's not working right. So I, I'm not in a, a, some people will swear that you need to do it. To me, I try to avoid it at all costs. Um, I may need, if I need to tell Google not to index something, I may re need to rethink why I'm putting that on my website rather than having it on, on, um, indexed. I hope that makes some sense to you guys, but, um, there's that. So I'm hoping everybody's with me. You all have yourself kind of muted, but I'm, I'm hoping you're all with me here. Um, is there any questions? I'll give everybody a minute. Is it, is there any questions? So far, we have no questions. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. The other thing that you probably need to do is go through and verify all the content that Google has indexed and what they have excluded. I do not like, I'm glad Google wants to give me an excluded report, um, but I don't like having pages excluded other than I've redirected one to the other. So they finally excluded the redirect page. Okay. I go through it and look to see, is there bad content on that list? Is there a page there that I may need to go revisit because the content was thin? Why are they opting to D they've indexed the page, but they've not included the page. So what is the problem and why are they doing that? And what is, what do I need to do to fix it? Um, because if I don't, they're gonna, I now have made all this effort here and not done something right. So I wanna make sure that I always know why and what they're doing. Search console actually is what gives you the most amount of information about that. And like I said to you before, it's on this coverage map and it's under this excluded this excluded tag. You notice my excluded pages are going down. Um, that kind of makes me happy uh, because it means that I'm probably doing things a little bit better. I don't like this one here that has a crawl anomaly on it. Um, it seems to be some of the AMP pages and some of these old pages that were bought over from the old site before we upgraded it from uh, WordPress. So that's a, that's a, I know what these pages are. I know why they're here. Um, I need to go through and see if I can do it um, better. And then I don't know why there's pages in here that say do not index. Uh, they're all XML feed pages. So I'm good with that. So that's a, that's another one there. So on that. Um, the next thing I'm going to say is have you submitted a sitemap and or is that sitemap uh, out of date? 
And what I mean when I say that is my sitemap is right on point because it's auto-generated out of, um, out of um, WordPress. But some people are writing that site still to this day. Again, I don't know that I understand why, but some people are writing their sitemaps by hand and the sitemap has not maybe updated right or they haven't included new pages on it or there's a problem with it. I mean, I can kind of give a, a hundred reasons as to why maybe somebody doesn't have a right sitemap, including I haven't added a sitemap. I think that's the one that I really see the most out of. So you know, again, if you're using WordPress, you can, you can use the Yoast sitemaps. They're built right into the plugin. You just have to go and add this uh, URL and it's a standard URL on everything. So let me see if I can get this and show you what the page looks like, just in case you needed to know what the page looks like. All right, so you see them all here. It has the late that like when they say it was modified, when's the last time I put a post up? I need to actually put a new post up. You see this one here was added by category. So it tells me when's the last update, how old the pages are. Some of these here need to be fixed because I think some of them are kind of on the older side. So I don't want Google wondering why I'm not updating something. Um, so there is that, that aspect of it too. So this gives it to you. It folds out. It gives, it gives Google a list. This is a list of all the blog posts that are on the website and when they were added and when they were put up. Um, so there is that. And if I could ever get some time. So, um, Jim has a question and Jim raised his hand. Jim, just yell out cause I'm not always checking the corner. So just yell your question out anytime you want. Hit it. All right, I can't hear you. If you're talking to us, we can't hear you. Okay, hold on. Uh, somebody said, you think maybe we lost our window. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yep, you did, I got you. I'm in a window you can't see. I apologize for that. Um, hmm. Hold on, let me fix that. Good job, everybody. See, that's why you have to speak up sometimes and tell me stuff. Share. All right, yeah, I ended up using a different browser window. That's why I forgot to show you that. So here's the sitemap list. And then this is what the sitemaps looks like, just to recap. So this is a sitemap of all the ones that we have. So you can see that that's what's going on there. Um, so everybody should have their sitemap. Everybody should site, they should submit their sitemap to Google my or Google uh, search console. And you should make sure and you see, I have all these ones that are successful. The only one that's not being successful at the moment is this one that's called cube portfolio. And I know why it's not successful because I am not using cube portfolio. And to Charlie's point, I need to go remove that plugin. Um, he keeps telling me that I'm really bad and I don't take out the plugins after I decide that they don't work. So um, that's, that's, that's that story. Um, Jim, did you have any other questions or? Because any of you can unmute yourself and speak up. I mean, I really mean that. Okay, 
Well, I put your hand down. If you change your mind and you want to come back and have a different question, let me know. All right, so let's keep going down my, my list of things that we need to look at. Oh, wait, another chat. Hold on. No, I can't hear you for some reason. So if you want, go ahead and pick a call in on a phone line because that'll fix the problem. Because no, I don't hear you at all. And I mean, my volume's up. So if I'm not hearing you, it's because I'm not hearing. It's because something's wrong with the way it's doing it. Okay. Um, the next thing I'm going to say is be careful. This is just a comment. I'm not going to get in some really big, long discussion about this. So, but this is just a comment. Do not block Google from your website. Do not block resources from your website. If it involves trying to block Google, I'm going to say really simply, don't. Because once you start down that road, I'm not sure that they're ever going to go through and block you. Okay, somebody's making a noise. Do we have a, so Jim, are you there? I think I turned my mic on. Sorry about that. I, this is my first Zoom Zoom meeting ever, so I'm kind of figuring this out as we go. Oh, no, you're okay. You're all good. Um, we'll just kind of keep working our way through it. So what is your question, kind sir? Actually, I was commenting before when we weren't seeing your screen, and then somebody else shot that to you. Our screen right. was staying the same. All right. Okay. Yeah. I re I didn't realize I kind of, cause I have so many windows open. I kind of have it blocked off and I, I jumped to a different Safari window and it didn't come with me. I apologize for that. All right. So here's one for you and I'm going to throw this out at you. Um, it says, um, optimize your crawl budget. And what that is, is in webmaster tools, I can go ahead and tell Google how much that I can crawl and I can't crawl. Now, at my hosting company, I do not restrict that, nor do I recommend anybody restricting that. At your, if you're at another hosting company, that other hosting company may not allow Google come in and suck off the resources and suck it to your site. Um, so you may find that it says your site's unavailable. And it's because what's happened is Google's completely... Uh, basically somewhat attack the website by requesting too many files. So you'll then have to go back and adjust your crawl budget. I'm going to say in the 20 years that I've been doing this, which is really not the right answer, but I, I've been in business longer than Google's been in business. Um, I have never limited Google on what their crawl budget is, nor have I had to because I've always made sure that our servers were able to let Google come in and take whatever they want. I don't ever think it's, so here's the thing. I don't think it's a good thing to ever tell Google no. I don't think it's good to tell Google what they can take and what they can't take. I think the more conversation you have with Google through these files and through all these methods, the more trouble you're going to end up with. At least that's my, my thought on it. So I try to do everything that allows them do whatever the heck they want. Um, basically, I have no boundaries when it comes to Google. Whatever you want to do, please do. That's my that's my theory with them. Um, so I'm going to assume and you guys to do the same thing. Uh, I'm going to say this, although this sounds a little bit antiquated. I'm going to say it because I, I some people are still using this. God, for the love of God, I don't know why. Um, if you're using Flash or any old uh, technologies, 
please get that shut down and redirected to a uh, WordPress site. I, I'd almost rather you go to a Wix site than keep a, Word, uh, a, a Flash site. So if you have one, let's get rid of it, please. Pretty please, okay? Uh, any of those things need to get done and taken down. Um, make sure whatever change you make on any of this, you have a change log somewhere. So in case you break something, you know you broke it which means then you have the ability to go back in and fix it. Um, so understand that uh, those things kind of go hand in hand. But whenever I change something on a website, I make a note that said, this is what it was. This is why I changed it. This is what I changed it to. And this is the date I did it. Um, I use Trello to keep track of everything. So we have little Trello cards anytime I make a change or an adjustment to something. So we know if I break something and the circumstance gets worse because I, it, it is known to happen. Uh, everything you change moves the needle forward. Sometimes it will move the needle backwards. So you need to know what it was so you can return back to it after you break it. Um, so not to sound pessimistic, but I'm just going to assume that things get broken because they do. And I know they do. Um, so make sure you keep a change log of what you do. Um, the next thing I'm going to tell we're going to talk about here on this, I'm going to start to get into the content end of this and I'm going to change something that I told everybody before, but I don't know how much I'm going to change it. So remember I told you guys you needed to have an H1 on a website. Um, I'm going to stay with that and you're only going to have one per page. You're not to use that H1 element um, any more than once. But where I'm going to make the change is on the H2. Um, in this core update, the sites that seem to percolate up to the top use the H2 tag a whole lot less. Now there's two ways to put those design elements together. And I guess let me log into a site and let's kind of talk about this so we understand what I'm talking about. It's coming. I think my internet's slow today. I will apologize for that because I think everything is being slow today. Okay, so let's just make a new page here a second. Like I said, my internet is being super slow and I don't really, it's, I guess, Suddenlink. It rained this morning and every time it rains, Suddenlink kind of starts screwing up. It's coming though. I apologize. All right. So let's let this slow. So we're just going to call this new page. All right, so if you look here, when I speak of H1s, this is what I'm speaking of, okay? So your page is only gonna have one H1 
And I'm going to tell you that I think that H1 should be at the top of your page. Um, try to keep it as close up to the top as you possibly can get. But when it comes to making an H2, so I'm going to say test H2. Okay. And I'm going to pick an H2. And that's what the size of an H2 would be. I could then do this. And I can go here and I can pick a, oh, 36 is too big, 24. Let's go to 18. That looks, let's just do this so we're doing the same thing. You guys see how those look exactly identical? Okay. One of them, the top one, has a signal to Google that, hi, I think this is so important, I'm putting a headline around it. The second one, although it appears to you and your naked eye, perfectly the same as the first one, it does not have the H2 tag around it. So it does not send that signal to Google. So I don't know if that makes sense to everybody, but you actually have to be aware of what you're doing. If it, like this goes back to the old newspaper days. So, so those of us with a background in newspapers um, understand this probably a little bit more, but if it's worthy of a headline, you make it a headline tag. If it's worthy of being large and bold, but not a signal to Google that it's got keywords in it, then I'm going to not make it an H2. An H I'm just gonna make it blown up. Um, and I will show you, I, I actually am thinking on some of these websites that went down a little bit to start playing with that and removing some of the H2s because I half wonder if the H2s are a little bit over-optimized. Uh, let's see, let's go to here. So bad. Yeah. Can you, can you use uh, bold in H1 and send and make an extra no. message to Google? No. Uh, no. No, it just leave the H1 unfettered. I mean, I think some people would say, yes, you could put a bold on it to send extra. But once your once your H1 is an H1, that should be, it just, that's, it is what it is. I don't want to screw with that more than, all right, I'm going to change my screen over. Everybody needs, if you're serious about this, everybody, and your website is big, everybody should invest in Screaming Frog. Okay, I'm going to say that up front right now. Um, let me make sure that you can see that. I don't know if you can or you can't, so hold on. All right, so where this is helpful and why everybody should have it is because this is the best way to find the problems within a website about all these technical issues. All these items that you see, which we're gonna run through here in just a few seconds, all are on-page on delimiters of technical items that must be set correct, okay? Um, and the beauty of this is, is when you have a website, um, I'm thinking what's the last one the kids put up that I haven't checked yet. So when they put a website up, actually, I think this is the one. 
let's do this. I have not gone through and checked this one to this degree yet. Um, so let's let this run and let's see what it gives me back. So we can, I'm almost gonna fix this and show you in real time because this one I would imagine has to have some level of a mistake to it. Um, okay, so you, first of all, you're gonna come in when you put your website in, um, what it's gonna do is pull all the pages of your website. Um, if you have under 500, you don't need a paid copy. If you have over 500, you need a paid copy. The paid is $100 a year. But this is the best tool in the whole world because I can come down something and I can look at every one of them and see where they move to. So you see, the first thing I see is that I have sandmore.com without the, the uh, S. So that's the unsecured version and it's redirected. Um, and if you look to where it's redirected to, it's directed to sandmore.com. The next one, Stanmore.com then links to uh, HTTPS www. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to ask Charlie to split these. So this one goes here and this one goes here. So I'm going to actually go in and I'm going to split. I'm going to split those two. All right. This page here it tells me that its entire page is um, uh, 67 kilobytes. So that's a reasonable size for the page. It tells me what the address of the page is. It tells me if there's a redirect. It also tells me what things are. So I'm going to look down this and I'm going to look at the title tag. And there's two title tags on here for some reason. There's the one that I wrote in, because this is me. I can tell you right now as sure as I'm sitting here, I put this there. And then there's some extras here with these hyphens. So I'm going to have to go back and I'm going to ask Charlie and I'm going to say, hey, can you double check and make sure and see why this is hanging out extra like that? Um, my guess is that Yoast is bending with the main piece of the page, but we just have to fix that. Um, but if you see, I can see right here, I've got Houston Commercial Investment Properties, on-market and off-market properties and lending. So that's basically what these folks do. My title tag is too long, but it's only too long because I have all these extra words up here on it. So we'll need to address that piece. Um, you'll notice, and what I will tell you is built this site for this gentleman. He didn't want SEO on it at first, so that's why it's not there. Um, we're now gonna go ahead and start fixing it. He reached out yesterday or the day before and said, hey, I need you guys to come in and start handling some of this better. So we did what he said at first and now we're changing to the new tactic. But if you notice, there's no, no description title here. So this one needs a description title. Okay. Um, and then the next thing you'll notice is that the H1 on this tag says commercial real estate ownership, brokerage, and lending. I think I'm actually okay with that H1 tag because it basically um, embodies what we're doing, except that I don't know that I like this owner ownership. And does anybody want to tell me why I don't like the word brokerage? Anybody know? Byron, I know you're here too if you're listening. I don't know if you're, you know, anybody want to take a shot at it? Makes sound like a stockbroker instead That's of it. a real estate it's, agent. It's not a real estate broker. So I'm putting brokerage and lending right next to each other. Those words do not mean to Google anything to do with real estate. So at some point, that's going to be, need to be addressed. 
And then the next thing I have is a H2 tag that says off-market commercial property. I am okay with that, but um, not thrilled with the all caps. Um, and I'm not 100% sure whether I, I need it there or not. Again, this is one of those crazy things that Google's now changed the value of the H2. Um, and some of the sites without it are ranking better than with it. So just so you know, that's happening. Um, you notice it's got a follow. You notice it's got all the other attributes we did. The other thing it tells me is the word count. And anybody want to tell me my opinion of that word count? Too small. Yeah, it's way too small. Exactly. All right. So um, that needs to get corrected. Um, and we're going to have to figure out how we're going to get him convinced that he's got to get some extra words on that homepage because he's been pretty um, adamant on what he wants and what he doesn't. Um, so um, I'm going to say that that's probably an issue there. Um, and then the other thing is, and this, we need to look at this, and everybody needs to start looking at this. Um, this inner links, those are the internal links on the website. How many pages are pointing to this home page? 463. How many pages are, huh? That's actually, that's good. That's the way you kind of want it because I have enough saturation from the other pages back to the home page. This is a very tiny site in the grand scheme of it all. Um, it's only 140 pages and a lot of it properties and property types. Um, so I, I'm okay, really happy actually with 146 internal links. Um, so I'm, I'm good with these two, these two numbers. I'm also good with 116 of unique pointing back to this page. So there's not a lot of repetitive ones um, pointing back. So I'm, I'm good with these two numbers um, as I look at it. Uh, so that's the homepage of this website. So from a takeaway standpoint, I know I need to fix the, 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 home the title tag. I know I could use a better H2 tag. I know I probably want to clean up this H1 tag. But the interesting good thing uh, because you can do it in an encapsulated way. So here's the next thing I can do. I can look and see how many links are back to a page based on the page that I'm on. So I'm on this page here. It's going to give me all the pages and all the links and all the things back. So I understand what I'm looking at through this. So this website's interesting because it's got a lot of properties, but the properties um, are not visible on the front end of the website. So I need to decide if I even want these pages indexed. So you remember I told you don't tell Google what to index and what don't. And this particular case, I think I want these all blocked out because they're a repetitive page of each other. And it's all coming off the fact of whether, um, of how, because we built a custom, custom, if I could speak right, application for this client. So that custom application is kicking these all out. And I think I'm going to maybe want to remove them and make sure they're not spider because it's creating all these extra links that it doesn't need to do. But if I didn't look under the hood with this particular tool, I wouldn't even have known that was there. Um, 
what I'll show you is this one because I'm still cleaning. It's taking me two years later and I'm still cleaning this website up. So this one's gonna, it's like years now. It's just, it, it is so big and has so many problems. We're just continuing to clean it. Um, but it's gonna, I'm gonna let it put a little bit in here and then we'll. So if I go to this page here, and look at the overall it's going to start to tell me look at this description on this one way too long okay i don't even know what this is and why this is written like that but we're talking about ham and cheese not really quite sure but way too big so this one needs to because what does this is a good example and, and i don't know that i would have ever saw this without looking at it this way but we're looking at this is this area of Italy and they do cheese, which is good. But now we're going to talk about prosciutto ham and, but that this is a page on the general area of that place, not the food of that place. So you got to really watch what we've got. And then if I come down, my H1 is Parma, which is the city, but my H2 is custom Italy vacations. What does that have to do with Parma? Now, if that said custom Italy vacation, Italian vacation in Parma, I might be okay with it. But the way it is there, that doesn't help me do anything. So that's got to be. So I literally can come down and look at any page on the website. Um, the other thing I could do is this. I can come to this page here, copy the URL. And this is what I would recommend everybody do, to be honest with you, is put this, let me stop that, because that'll go on for a week. Let's clear it. And let's put this one in. I can literally come down and put page in. So it's just gonna give me this one page it's going to start there and it's going to tell me about this one page. So you can see my title tag. You can see its length is pretty much on spot. You can see my H1. You can see my H2. You can see that I have another H2. You can see I have a third H2. I may go take these second two H2s and make them be a bigger type font and change it so it doesn't change the aesthetics, but it changes the uh, Google shout out. Um, it's got 1300 keywords and Ainlinx is only 28. So what does that tell me when I see only 20, 20, 24 inbound links to the page? What do I need to go do? Anybody want to tell me? Increase your internal links. Absolutely. That's one of the things I need to get on because I need to let Google know that this is a very important page on this website. And I need to have a lot of links start pointing back at it. So one of the things that I'm going to do is I'm going to start to go sit down and go through the pages. And I already picked up this problem the other day when I was here. And I was actually Beth, talking. Yeah. You actually have two H1s. You actually have two H1s on that page, too, and not three H2s. You have two H1s and two H2s. Yes, I do. I do have two H1s. And you know what you're saying? I have a, I have a, two three h2s i need the second h1 done but i also have three h no, my eyes are going batty here so that's an h1 that's an h2 you're right i have 
three and I need I need to fix that but this page again ranks so now I've got to go back and run it through and decide whether I want to take this off and what is it so remember I told you to keep a list of the changes you made yeah if I go take these off which I may do it because I know that the new algorithm is not favoring this I may go take those off when I go take them off I'm going to write that on my change log so that I know I made that change because if, if I go back let's say this whole thing tanks now this page um, the good news is this isn't the home page. Um, so if it tanks, um, it's not going to actually kill me because it's only ranked in the 50s right now. So if it goes down, no problem, we put it back. If it goes up, yay, we solved the problem. So this is one of those no lose situations because what I can tell you is I put the page up and it showed up immediately at 40. So it, this page never existed. I didn't have it. I completely wrote it from scratch. And I, when I put it up, it was, uh, it was a 40. What I don't like is that I don't have a good internal linking structure on this. Um, and I, I really need to kind of figure out why, because it's also in the navigation and it should also have been coming off the homepage. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look at that. And I'm gonna, I may fix the links first and see if it goes up before I start pulling the H2s off there, the H1s off the page. So, but I should only have one H1. That's a, that's a, I really wanna start getting everybody used to doing it that way um, so that you understand what we're doing. Okay, so. Um, let's see. Um, when I say audit all the internal links to make sure that you have it going, I would make sure you did that too, um, as to make sure that you have all your internal links accounted for and you know what's going on what page. Now, I think before I walk away from this tool, I think HTTP, uh, HTTPS, listen to me, ACTWD does a better job of this because we built that 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 thing was built solely for Google in mind it was never built with a human in mind so I think what we may find is that let me go to HTML Yeah, see this one? See, this has got a whole lot more in it because this was really built for structured data is there, though. There is structured data on this page. All right, so um, the internal link audits on these pages, you'll start to notice that the internal links on these pages are much higher. Um, I, I really, I can, I think that's one of those things that if we actually started to do that right, we would get a heck of a pop out of it. I, I think that is one of the things that I've for a long time thought that 
you know, I used to have a conversation between uh, inbound links and I would never do inbound links. Anybody that knows me that, that knows, I've always said, don't link out and I'll never give a link to anybody. So don't ask me. Um, I've never been a big proponent of that, but all the websites that I've ever done for years, I always offset the lack of off-page SEO. I did it by using the, um, the internal links on a website to offset it. And it's, and it's worked and it's worked well. Um, I have had to go out now and start doing offsite and getting links from other, other pages. But what's happened is because of how I did the internal linking structure on a website and because it was so sound and so well put together, just I haven't had to add as many links as other people have added, had to add to have the same overall result. So I have lower link counts on my pages, but I have higher rankings. And it's because I offset the lower link count by using these internals. Does everybody understand what I'm saying when I say that? I hope, because it gets confusing. Jim, Byron, any of you guys want to speak up? Y'all good? I'm good. All right. Okay. I'm going to assume if you're good, everybody else is too. Um, all right, so I'm not even going to let this continue to run because it will run forever because there's thousands of pages. I think this thing is up, see, it's up to 1,800 pages at this point. So I'm going to shut this down. Let's uh, go to yes. Uh, no, I don't want to save anything. I just want you to go away. No, I don't want to save anything. And... Let's go to here. Let's share this page. Okay, so here we are back working on here. What I will tell you is that I need to go through this page here and link up all these opportunities that I missed. So I missed it here. I missed it here. Um, I, I don't want to touch these, although these would be the ones to link up first and foremost, to be honest with you. Um, so um, these are all the ones that you really want to go through. You, I want to make sure all these texts have a way to get into um, an anchor text into where they go to off the homepage. Uh, right now, it's counting all of these, although I don't seem to see that that web design services is getting as much internal link credit as I would expect it to get um, because it literally is on every page, um, but it's not seeming to get the amount of credit that I would have assumed. Um, the other thing that I may do and then here it is right here. This is why else. Page up, but yet left it going to the old in the footer. So I need to go ahead and actually fix that. And then the other thing that I need to do is add a line that talks about, about SEO 411 so that I can hook up my bio page properly because that's not attributed right here. Um, so those are two little ticky tack errors, but they're hurting us. They're hurting the rest of the website because I haven't done them. So I hope everybody didn't make mistakes when I come back. I didn't realize that wasn't hooked up in the footer right. Um, 
So that one needs to be corrected. So I will do that right after we sign off here. I will do that because that's the first thing that I'm going to do to fix that. Um, oh, the other thing on Student Screaming Frog is it will tell you all the duplicated content on your website. So where you get duplicated is you can have it in the title tags, you can have it in the pages themselves, you can, um, I have seen people do silly things like this and make a page for each city, but the whole page says the same thing except they went find and replaced and replaced the city name. That's duplicate content, people. You cannot be doing those type items. Um, so that's another thing. Um, the other thing that every web page should have at this point is schema. Um, and there's enough plugins around for it. Um, I need to, I'm gonna, where am I here on here? So, First of all, you need to put it in on all your pages. Second of all, you need to check and make sure it's working. So what you're going to look for, um, I, I, you know, So we're going to let it pull SEO 411 schema and see what's there. So let's kind of go through what I have. Okay. I have told it that this is a web page and I've broken out the items of it. So you can see, I say it's SEO 411. It's got the attributes of the page. It knows what we are. It's got all of that. I've specified where it is and I've specified what it's doing. So that's the web page version of it. The local business, if you notice, because we have two addresses, I've added both addresses, one for the Galleria, which is the Woodway address, and one for um, the Kingwood address, which is here. Um, so they're actually, that's just both of them are the Woodway address. They both, they should both be there. Um, but there, so I have that. I've, I went in and I said, this is an article. So I went in and, and delineated all the parts of that content that were an article. I've given Google all these signals about this website. So that's what this whole thing is about. Every page you should do should have a, um, a schema on it of some sort. The other thing that I did, because I do um, have schema on the page of an FAQ, can I do SEO myself? The answer is yes, um, but can you also can pull your own tooth? So um, that, and I went ahead and answered that in hopes that Uh, feature boxes when you do your page right feature boxes look like this just so you can see what a good this is our website this is what a good feature box and it's called a rich uh, featured snippet and it's all sitting right here we're sitting right in that spot right there when you do it right um, if I look in SEM rush, let me see if I can do that here. Let me see if I can get to it. I don't know if I have it squared on this one. I do.
I look here and, and a tracker like uh, SEM Rush will give this to you. It gives you an overview of where you are. It tells you which ones are sitting in that featured snippet role um, and what the features are. Because you can have, there's multiple different designations you can have now on a website. So it gives you what those are. Uh, and this website, Nothing's ever where I want it to be sometimes. I apologize for that. Let's just do this one here. Yeah, see, this website actually got killed in the uh, update. And what I'll tell you about the update is I think it's got killed because the traffic fell off the side of it. And, oh, by the way, why did the traffic fall off the side of it? Well, because it's freaking Italy and nobody wants to go there. Who's looking to go to Italy at this point in time? So it's like a chicken and an egg problem I got going over here. We're going to count somebody's traffic and then we're going to say, up, oh, you're not getting enough traffic. Um, and, and, and I'm going to make a, you know, I told you I was going to tell you my opinion on this and I think I'm going to, I'm burying it way down here in, in an hour and a half, but I'm going to tell you what I really think. One is, I think it's super crappy of Google to do a core update that takes businesses that are already struggling and knocks them off by another 35%. Um, and what I think it looks like to me is the people that have paid advertising are fine. The ones that don't aren't. So I'm looking at what that looks like and what that outflow, I'm sure that that was not Google's intent. <clears throat> And I am sure that um, any uh, appearance that this is what's happened was purely by coincidence. So uh, I'm going to just say it that way. But what else I'm going to tell you is that I, I've noticed that those who have paid traffic coming across the line stayed okay. Those without it lost 35% of their traffic. So you can guys can make your own conclusions on that. But you see, we have, if I go now and my search term is Ligori culture, let's put that in. I think we're going to find that we have that as a search term. We'll see what we have here. Yeah, see, here's my box. Comes up, thing from trips to Italy. Oh, by the way, this thing here is really super helpful. Um, and anybody that's interested in keywords and keyword research, it's really pretty well, it's pretty dirt cheap. It's called Keywords Everywhere. Um, and what it's doing is it's giving me what, like, so for this Lugori word, like hotels should be related and food is related and a map of Italy and beaches and destinations. So if I was gonna write this page, I might wanna put some of these, these words in this page. And then I also have this people also search for. So this is other things that people went and looked that might be related. So I went and did this. I find this to be extremely helpful to have this running sidecar on the side of my page. And it really is fairly inexpensive. I think it's like pennies, like literally pennies. So we bought like $10 worth of credits and it was like, you know, we got 88,000 credits or something. So it'll do that many searches before it runs out of money and I have to go give them more. Um, so I, 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 have got everybody here using it. I might success. It's a free Chrome extension and it loads them, literally loads them right to the side here. 
So, but if you do your schema right and you do your pages right, this is what it looks like. And uh, this is uh, what what's, what's, the what's the name of it again? It's called yeah, what's the name of it? Keyword Everywhere. I love this thing because it's giving me the cost per click, which tells me how tough it is. If something's got like, well, let's do this. If something's got like a $15 click, I know that I got problems on it. Now, see this one, I don't think it's going to do because it's got this. Oh, no, here it is. All right. So if I put trips, this is what's so amazing to me. Cost for trips, Italy, $1.14. The problem is, is that nobody's looking. So these keywords have all fell to like like a dollar, 44 cents flights to Italy, 135,000 people. And it's fallen all the way to 44 cents. Why? Because nobody's going. So nobody's paying for these words. Because you got to remember, they're always an always an auction, but yet, look, Rome and Paris is still eight dollars. So I guess people think it's okay to go to Paris, but not to go to Rome. So you kind of get where I'm, what I'm saying with all of that, um, and why that's a, that's an important thing. I do. I keep that there. I just love that thing. It's like the best thing ever. But make sure that you get um, you have your schema and your schema content in. And there is a schema plugin, and I'll tell you which one to use. That probably is going to be the best one for you to do. I can't remember. There's two. There's one that I really like that I've been using on everybody, and then there's a second one. Um, and the second one is the one that. Let me see if this works. do this in a different window. Give me just a second and I'll go look it up. I'll get you the right schema plugin. Um, it was it was a hundred plus dollars to buy it, but it's it's worth the money. No, if you're gonna do that, you're gonna have to get down. My little guest star has decided she's waking up and she wants to hear us tell everybody hi, tell the internet hi, hello. Okay, go park out in the yard if you're going to go park. Go ahead. She'll be back in two seconds. She just, I can't have her sitting barking in the mic at you guys. Hang on, I'm getting there. I'm almost there. Where's my phone? Oh, out of here. Go. Stay away. See, I told you she was going to do it. Almost there, guys. Almost there. My stupid internet has decided it wants to be slow today. All right. So, the WordPress plugins I want you to work away with today are Starbucks and then.
this one here is the best one to use. It is called, I think one. for all you guys to use because it, it it allows you to do a whole bunch of things but it also if you don't know what you're doing you can answer a few questions and it'll add it in there it is a little also i think a little bit limited in what schema types it'll do but for you for the most part i think it will give you guys what you need okay um it gives you local business. It gives you the article. The only one I'm not seeing here is the blog designation, but it is what it is. Um, so that would be one. So it's, this is WPSchema.com. So I would say that would be one to use. And then the other one that I like that I use the most for everybody that I work on is... WPSEM plugins. And this one is a little bit more, you're going to have to buy it because if you don't buy it, it doesn't allow you to uh, put co copy and paste and do some of the things that it needs you to do. I think that the um, schemas on it are a little bit more, um, there's more of them. Uh, so it gives you some more options that the other one doesn't give you. It is a little more time consuming to use. The kids hate it because it takes them an extra 15 minutes to put a page up because you got to answer all these boxes and put all this stuff in there. But I find this one to be, but you have to have this schema on the page. Hang on. There we go. Let's do that. You guys got to keep me honest on these windows because literally I have like 100 windows open on this computer. Like There you go. Without fail. So that's the other one to go put up there. Um, I think it has more options, this one, than the other one. The Schema Pro is easier when you don't know what you're doing. So that's what that's what I think. So I, I, you know, I think from a user level and not knowing what you're doing, go with the schema pro. If you want to be a little bit more adventuresome, use the uh, SEM plugins one, uh, but know that the SEM plugins one is a little more time consuming, but I think it does a superior job. So I'll put those two things together there for you for that. Okay. So that's that story. Um, let me see what else do I want to talk about here because we're almost out of time. Um, uh, one thing I will say is make sure you don't go way over the top with um, adding too many links on a page. You know, we've all talked about Easy Rack through the years and, and utilize that as the, we all have a good laugh about that. See, I told you she'd do that. Okay, yes, I know you're back. 
you can't do that because we're all making a movie here. Um, but um, we're we're all. Oh wait, she's now stepping on the keyboard. Hold on, doggy alert, doggy alert. Okay, all right. So um, I know we've we've talked about too many links like Easy Rack has on a page. So just try to. I'm advocating it, but I'm also saying don't go cuckoo for cocoa puffs and go crazy either. Um, because there is a point, I don't know that I can tell you that the, what the point is, like where the point is too much is too much because I think it varies on page. So I can just tell you to walk away and say, hey, make sure that you um, do some and don't go nuts up. So, okay, so I'm gonna stop there because I think that's pretty much my whole list. Uh, and you guys, I think we cover more material on these online classes than I do in the classroom. I'm going to say that up front. Um, but I do seem to end sooner because you guys don't ask questions. So I don't know why. I don't know what that dynamic is. But you guys are not good question askers in virtual. Whereas you. Well, I think part of the pro uh, part of the challenge, I won't say problem is a lot of times in class you get ask questions that take you off topic and you get diverted so it eats up time of class where you don't just stay on topic like you did today yeah can you imagine i actually got through a whole list of some you've known me how many years i don't ever get yeah it's long it's, it's the first one you've ever done in under time yeah well and actually the last one i did too but i think you're right it's because i just kind of say and you guys don't seem to jump in Every once in a while you do, but not nowhere near what we normally have. So, um, and the other thing is just remember, I put them all on the SEO 411 site. So every class that's up there is there for you to, the other thing we did is we started the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel has all these classes on it as well. If you want to be a pal, go f subscribe to it. I'd, I'd appreciate to subscribe on it. Um, there is two so pick the one with the most videos the other one i can't figure out how to get into and i don't think i have the username and password to it anymore um hold on there's a chat transmission coming oh thank you good thank you byron i don't know you've been very quiet un-byron-esque un today but thank you um but yeah if anybody has any questions let me know otherwise tonight's class is on blogging I have nine tips to have a better blog, but you know what? By the end of the day, I think that nine is more out to 40. So um, we'll kind of do that. So that's tonight's topic and that starts at six o'clock. So, uh, and the link to it is on the SEO for, you have to register through SCORE. So don't forget that part. Um, they're actually making you register. So if you want to come, go ahead and do that. But I have the link to it on the SEO 411 site. So if you go to the class page, um, it's on there. And just so you know, uh, I'm going to say this one other thing is that I registered and redirected internetmarketingclinichouston.com and it goes to the class page. So if you can't remember where it is and what you want to do, you can type that in and it will redirect to SEO 411 for you and right where you need to be. I built a hub that has the calendar, the Zoom links, the classes, the schedule, and a video archive. So all of it is in one spot now. So you guys don't have to hunt all over that website to get where you want to go. So um, that will solve that problem. So. Um,
anyway, I'll see everybody tonight then. I'm going to go ahead and sign off if we're good. And uh, I will see everybody tonight. And otherwise, I will see you next time at the next class for Houston West Chamber, which is in two weeks, two weeks from today. So have a good week, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you. You're welcome, Jim. Thank you.